Hello, a croissoi, podlediad music Cymraeg. A diolch am ymunoni i ddatlu dydd music Cymru. So, Neil, another dydd music Cymru, another dydd music Cymru special. Yeah, it's a really fantastic day. It's, uh, you know, it's a really sort of proud day and it's uh, amazing to sort of showcase all the great music we've got in Wales. Um, another exciting today, uh, day today. Um, I think it's about our fourth one. Is this our fourth one now? Yeah, it's our fourth, yeah, yeah. So first we had a special with Ellis James. Yes, yeah. Picking a Welsh uh, classic, what was it? Yeah, that bloody piece. Yeah, and then we had She's Got Spies, wasn't it? With, yes, yeah. With uh, Tate, uh, Gorkies. Yes, yeah, Gorkies. And last year we had Pat, uh, Patricia Morgan from Dabluggy who chose uh, Suki Pascal, yeah. Um, and yeah, this time we're doing something a little bit different. Yeah, we thought this time we'd just um, maybe sort of talk through our favourite uh, Welsh language albums, our favourite uh, albums, Cymraeg, um, just because, yeah, I think particularly, um, you know, how... I've talked quite a lot about sort of uh, Welsh language music helping me sort of learn to um, uh, to speak Welsh. Um, I did an interview um, for Radio Cymru, um, which I think has already been out, which um, was quite quite intimidating. But I'm really really glad I did it and just talked through, you know, why I started learning Welsh. You know, um, you know how music has helped me, the type of songs, and you know, and, and what sort of learning Welsh has how has enriched my life. Um, you know, not no, nowhere near fluent. Um, I've had breaks since I started. Um, you know, started uh, started started learning, and um, you know, this podcast was kind of you know um, set up as part of you know keeping me on the straight and narrow, making sure that I was listening to a lot of uh, Welsh language music. So um, yeah, so definitely wanted to make sure that we we celebrated these music coming this year. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So how was it? Was it a nerve wracking? experience or did you yeah yeah it's really nervous <laughs> um but you know i led the the dj the presenter was you know yeah really cool just really uh laid back and really like complimentary which is always good and then yeah i've had a few sort of um messages back and forth from from delwyn the the, the producer um just yeah yeah just with just a bit of a thanks and stuff looking forward to hearing it but not looking forward to hearing it as well just because yeah. um i know i made like loads of mistakes but i think yeah. you know that's that's a big part of it is just just do it just um oh, yeah. you know just speak the language you own it whether you sort of like speak it or not um as um jeremy miles says you know come right belongs to us all so um i think you know even if that's just uh, a dioch to the to the bus driver rather than a yeah. cheers drive um yeah. you know um it's, it's it's important to um yeah just speak as speak as much welsh as you can and how have you found the process of whittling it down to your top 10 welsh language albums i, I i've been tinkering it all day um oh like same yeah, yeah i sent it i think uh you know I've, I've sort of sent it over now on email so it's official as if it's been laminated but yeah it's been it's been hard this uh but the way I've sort of approached it, and I guess you sort of like see with um, my my choices that there's a definite like recency bias towards this. You know, it's you know albums that you know well I, I own um, anyway. You know, physical releases. Um, they've kind of helped me in some sort of way, or been kind of there at certain parts of my sort of like Welsh language learning journey. So yeah, just um, yeah, it's pr- probably. Um, not the the best Welsh language list ever um, of of records, but you know it's it's very personal to me. So um, yeah, um, and it was it's mad that like thinking about it before we started this podcast, before I started learning Welsh, you know, which obviously coincided, I had only heard of one album on my top ten list, and now each of oh, these yeah, albums. Yeah. Because I've just discovered them through the through the podcast and and through learning Welsh and you know the discovery and immersion in in you know in all things Cymraeg. Yeah. So uh, what, what what did you go for uh, as your tenth choice then? Okay. So number ten for me, Rhysdeg, um Kamotawachuch. We did a um, a lockdown listening party with uh, Rhys Moyn, who sort of compiled this album, and obviously he you know is a legendary figure in in Welsh music, and we had him as a guest on the podcast as well, but. Um, yeah, it was, you know, I called it at the time, I think, you know, the the most important album in Welsh music history. It kind of, you know, broke down a few sort of barriers, it broke down some doors, um, you know, introduced the world to the likes of, you know, Daplergi and Revan, um, Ikev, you know, so the, the Mark Roberts and, and even, you know, Machred featuring a very young Griff Reese on drums. And, um, you know, I remember 
I'm asking Reese about that on the on the listening party, and he said I shouldn't have really included Machled, really, but there you go. And I was like, why? And he said, well, the track doesn't really pass the quality control test. Does I remember, it? That. Which, yeah, yeah. Which is saying something because it's got just such a sort of like you know raw record, very sort of DIY in his sort of aesthetic, um, but also from the from the music. And you know, we spoke to Reese, and he said that you know it's um, you know its uh, original idea was to be more effective um, to release a whole batch of new bands on one LP and get the revolution started as quickly as possible because they didn't have the finances for, for, for loads of loads of singles. So yeah, that's my, my Reef Deg, my number 10. Um, yeah. Um, I, I've gone for an album. Uh, I've really gone to into in lockdown, actually. It was um, released in early March, 2020. It's uh, Annie Glass uh, Mirrors. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Again, we did a, um, and listening uh, session with Annie uh, around that time, um, it's just a really, really cool record. Um, sort of spell spellbind electro pop. Um, it's a debut. It's um, it won the album Camry uh, Gefloy then yeah. at the uh, uh, and it was nominated for the Welsh Music Prize. Um, it's on uh, Recordio Neb, uh, and it's named after Annie's Cornish name, uh, Bardic name. So I'm not sure if I'm entirely uh, pronouncing it right, but. Um, yeah, there's loads of just different sort of influences coming to the fore. So they, it's inspired by um, writer and activist Jane Jacobs, um, mixes influences of uh, Jean-Michel Jarre and Arthur Russell. I've actually just noticed that I, I've kind of had a little cheat with this because it's not entirely Welsh language. So, yeah, there are a couple <laughs> of tracks on the album I've just noticed. They're the Ballad of Good City and what's the other one? Cathedral in the Desert, which are English language. So a little That's bit okay, cheap, but yeah. Such a such an album, um, and yeah, it, it's um, there, there was like a sort of mini uh, EP that came out afterwards called Anisaral, uh, inspired one of the tracks. And I remember um, reading one of the reviews at the time. Uh, Guardian writer Laura Snapes, um, so she described um, the album as music for the end of the world and the start of a new one, which I I really like. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice thing. So uh, yeah, uh, that's my uh, that's my first choice at number ten. Okay, mate, so a bit of a like, little coincidence now. So my number nine is uh, Annie's sister, Gweno, with uh, her debut album, uh, or debut solo album, I should say, Adilif Olav, which means The Last Day. Um, you know, I think it's such a, uh, yeah, just such a, you know, heavily rich produced record, you know, um, you know, there's, I think there's lots of field recordings going on there, but you know, it's you know, it's it's not completely Welsh either. Um, you know, nine of the songs are in in Cymraeg, but the the last song, Amsa, um, is in is in Cornish or Cernoweg. Uh, that makes it even cooler, especially when you sort of like realise the similarities between sort of Cornish and, and Cymraeg. You know, obviously Amsa means time, but there's other words that you know are featured within the the song, like. Dale, which is similar to Dial, uh, the the Welsh word for leaves. Just a fantastic album, and you know, such a kind of a big deal at the time. I think you know that you know a sort of big label outside of outside of Wales in in heavenly put out a, a Welsh language album. You know, I know it was you know reissued from its first release on on Pesky, but you know that was um, that you know that was that was pretty important, and you know some really nice lyrics uh, across there as you can imagine and just wanted to pull out uh, you know a couple from you know the the song uh, Aquildro which means revolution um so paidangahovio for the gallon and aquildro you know don't forget that your heart is in the revolution and you know because you know Adivo Lav itself is kind of named after a, a Welsh author a wine a wine's a sci-fi novel um, I haven't read it. I'm not going to <laughs> not going to pretend that I did. Um, in which a you know world conquering robots turn humans into clones. I think it just sort of like plays really nicely in terms of like the survival of the Welsh language. So that you know, don't forget that your heart is in the revolution. Kind of um, yeah, and you know, obviously making it more um, yeah more important that, it, that it's in in Camarig as well. Just thought that was really an, a nice line to to pull out today. So that's my uh, number nine, Annie's sister Gweno. Cool, uh, great choice. Uh, right, my next one now um, is the Gentle Goods. Uh, you may think that I'm going to go for um, Advelion. Uh, well, sorry, Ruins Advelion, which won the Welsh Music Prize in 2017. Yeah. Um, my favourite one of his, uh, of his of uh, Gentle Goods, uh, aka Gareth Panello, is Ibarth and Varwal. 
um, okay. and then um, the Immortal Bard. So it was um, released in 2013 on Bubble Wrap. Um, went on to win the best um, uh, Camerag album at uh, Steadfield Gen and Lethal Cymru. Um, so, yeah, it came about uh, through Gareth going on a six-week artistic residency with the uh, Theatre of Performing Arts in China in 2011. Yeah. And he came home and just... Uh, worked on this really sort of idiosyncratic um, project. Um, the 12 songs um, go like sort of draw on uh, Welsh and Chinese traditions, but tell the story of uh, the Tang Dynasty, uh, the 8th century poet Li uh, Bai, I think um, is how you pronounce it. I don't know. And it's... <laughs> <laughs> struggling enough with English and Welsh. Well, yeah, I, 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 I'm uh, struggling with the Welsh, let alone the. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's um, augmented by. Um, the Madron Quartet, who are the ensemble in residence at St. David's Hall. Uh, it also features uh, Lisa Jen of Neinbach. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it, it's just a really cool sort of world music uh, y sort of uh, album. Um, and as I say, he went on to greater heights then, winning the uh, Welsh Music Prize in 2017. Um, I know James Dean Bradfield's a massive fan of this album. Uh, he chose it on his Baker's Dozen uh, for the Quietest, which I know Gareth was made up uh, with. Uh, and James said um, Gareth made this record when he took a trip to China because he'd become obsessed with the story of a Chinese poet. Uh, so Ambarth Anbarol is the immortal poet, basically. He has that West Walian edge to his music. I like it when someone buys into a record, they jump into it and they travel to another country and they think, I have to do this. I have to follow the path of this record. And that's that's exactly what Gareth did on this. And it's... Uh, He's really sort of achieved uh, what he set out to do with this. So, yeah, that's my uh, choice for number nine. I was just about to say that, um, you know, he's such an underrated artist. You know, obviously he had two albums nominated there for the Welsh Music Prize, but also then yeah. James's, James's, um, yeah, James's praise for, 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 for the album and his, you know, and, and the way he's gone about it as well. Um, you know, I still think he's underrated, but, you know, at least he's getting praise where, you know, where it's deserved. Yeah, great choice, mate. So um, my number eight, um, bit left field, I guess, uh, but I'm going three hur doith hip hip hooray. But I know it's kind of um, ironic, I guess, saying this on a on a podcast called uh, the Welsh Music Podcast. But you know, not until I sort of got into you know Welsh, Welsh music, uh, you know, that I didn't realise how sort of diverse you know there you know there was from 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 Welsh from Welsh language music um, and just, you know, the discovery that, you know, we've been on through the podcast and and I've been on as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I just, you know, thought I had to kind of include a, a hip hop album, you know, on my list um, because I remember when I first heard it, it just like blew my mind. Um, you know, obviously since then I've discovered that, you know, like um, there's a sort of rich history of, um, you know, of hip hop in, in, in Cymraic music. Um, you know, I'm not just thinking about like rap scally and thanks to you know my kids watching Espedorek, but you know acts like you know a Klubach Leithog, you know who I guess who aren't like holy hip hop, but you know they are kind of yeah. you know credited as being you know one of the first you know hip hop uh, yeah. influenced bands performing in Welsh. But you know there's like Tustion, Dewagiad, um, and even like you know obviously more contemporary acts like um, uh, Mr Formula, Sage Todds, and you know, Dom James and, and Lloyd Lewis, you know, with, uh, you know, Poison Galu, you know, last year. Um, and I remember um, chatting to a friend of the pod, Lisus, uh, Lee Jones, who does the Spadei Haylog podcast with Lloyd Owen, um, and asking him for for some help when we were, we brought uh, the the Trio Doith crew uh, on to do a, a lockdown listening session as well and just asking him to maybe translate some of the the lyrics for me um and he was saying that he, pr he probably couldn't because it was so kind of you know very Carnarvon uh based and i was asking what does akumate mean because they talk about akumate all the time and and uh yeah apparently it means avaclo mate like on my word or like honestly mate you know so um but yeah just so so impressive like not just the the, the way that they you know you know, sample music and, and, you know, and have like amazing sort of bars and stuff over the top of it. But, you know, it's, it's, it's so laid back as well at times and, you know, their flows are so sort of like hypnotic and well, even like, you know, on a song like Roll Yella, you know, it's very, very melodic as well. And um, there's this, like this, this, this harmonies on that tune as well. I think it kind of, 
I, they're definitely underrated. Absolutely. I think, you know, I just try to have a little Google uh, of, of the album, just see if I wasn't missing anything. But there's, there's like literally nothing on there. And I remember um, Ryan March from the Alternative Wales podcast um, and, and uh, Fanzine um, got in touch and asked me to do like a little playlist thing that they they posted out on social and you know i i chose trio doith and called them kind of like peerless outsiders I, I think they are i think they first come to attention to the majority of people um when they uh, performed at soon festival in like 2019 um you know when they've got the big sort of like pig you know head uh mask thing and there's about like three million people on the stage at any one time um but you know i think yeah, just there. There's a lot of subtlety in, you know, and in 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 the record that I think you know, kind of, yeah, for me makes them you know very um, underappreciated. But yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, fantastic album, fantastic band. Um, yeah, my that's my number eight. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, so my number eight is it's a little bit of a curveball actually, but it's, it's an album I, I absolutely love. It's come out in recent years. Uh, it may not even be like that hugely well known but it's such it deserves so much more recognition it's such a great album swiss boy uh boi um and it's coron or quit or quink which uh means uh crown of a kink i think and um yeah so it's on uh recordio croon um yeah it came out um when i was listening to so much music during lockdown really so considering it's um Recorded at such a time of sort of sadness and uncertainty and frustration with lockdowns, you know, it's it's such a sort of joyful, euphoric album. There's loads of catchy sort of earworms and they're great sort of riffs. It starts uh, talking of uh, kinks. It starts off with a really um, kinksy sort of uh, riff uh, on the opening track, uh, like a "You Really Got Me" sort of riff. Um, it's 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 mixed by uh, Daft from the Super Furries as well. So oh, okay. Super Furries, obviously, um, Oshan Gwyneth is a uh, collaborator of Griff as well yeah so um yeah tim um in a songwriting uh, collaboration with roger e. sean and uh yeah it's um the super furry sort of um influences do come through uh certainly on like um sort of it's sort of like madcap sort of pop sort of like uh, cuckoo clock is one of them yeah but also um bad finger sort of vibes as well on stuff like love answer um but it's it's just like a really sort of concise um, album. Uh, it it just flies by within about half hour. There's no sort of fat on the bone. It's all sort of ten indie pop sort of gems. Really, uh, really, really cool album. So yeah, that's uh, my number eight. Oh, nice one, mate. Um, so my number seven um, was uh, released in March 2020, similar to a, another album of yours, um, and it's actually one of the the podcast listeners who got me into these um i'm in a few welsh learner sort of like whatsapp groups and stuff with uh, nipsey um and he yeah got me into bunkath and this is their the second album bunkath die um you know i think although i only really got them going into them in the last sort of year i do actually remember seeing on these music company in uh, 2020 uh, a special video for um for one of the songs dos and divine and it was yeah animated by clicky non um, a really cool sort of um, yeah, illustrator, animator, artist. Um, but I, I, yeah, got I got to see them twice last year. Um, I saw them play at uh, Goyle Valnamai uh, down in Crumach, uh, in a little festival down there. And I saw them in the Goyle Vachavro on uh, on Barry Island last year as well. And um, yeah, my daughters yeah loved them so much. So after you know they were every song. They were playing, they were shouting, or particularly my eldest, like, Diane Bunkath. Mm. So it's kind of become like a little bit of a family thing now. So whenever the girls do something well, I always just say, like, Diane Bunkath to them. But mm. I've, like, become obsessed over this album, and in particular uh, the song Dawson Divine, which means go ahead in English. Um, it's just a little bit that um, really kind of, um, yeah, God even got along, like, lifts my heart and it's, it's a weird one. It's a weird thing to say, but this, like this song in particular, and particularly a very small moment on this song has really kind of gotten me through like some some tough times recently. And I've just been having it on loop. And uh, yeah, I think I've spoken to you this about this mate on uh, personally. But yeah, there's a little bit in there which I'm just gonna just quickly read out. But it's like uh, it sort of starts quite slow, and then it sort of like just kicks in, and it just it just never fails to sort of like put a smile on my face. And it's like I hear the they see they on the 
and nice the anghovio and the fees so it's sort of like it's weird it's like these these kind of lyrics that are quite dark in some respects are juxtaposed with like kind of this uplifting music and it means and it's magic you know to make you feel trapped but worse um it made you forget about your faith um but yeah it's a fantastic album um artwork uh designed by Ella de Green, the, the 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 lead vocalist um and um yeah luckily managed to also pick up uh uh, a guitar chord book for for the first oh, two nice. Bunkath albums. So I'm not going to get my guitar out. Don't worry, I'm not going to. Not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, you know, just just playing along to those and singing along and stuff um, badly. Um, it's you know, has it's really helped me with uh, yeah, with with my Welsh. So um, yeah, Bunkath, uh, Bunkath I. I'm impre- I'm impressed that you've uh, got most of the albums in front of you, Kathy, uh, all physical ones as well. Yeah, well, I think that's that's kind of like influenced my decisions. I think like you know, I wanted to make sure that you know they're very personal um, personal choices for me. They you know mean something in in a you know a different way over a time, or you know, uh, yes, yeah, help me in, you know in my in my journey. So that's good. Hmm. Cool. Okie doke. Right. So my number seven, I deliberated over this for ages. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, there's only two albums so far from um, this band, but just both absolutely incredible. I, I can barely choose between them. It's so close. But I think that Adwaith have completely smashed through the difficult second album sort of uh, concept uh, with uh, Batumatu. Is it Batumatu you can say? Yeah, yeah Batumatu, yeah, I'd yeah. say, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and like that was an easy uh, choice because uh, I absolutely love Melon, Lipstick Koch, um, especially, but um, I just think to think they, they've just really sort of consolidated their reputation with this, you know, they, they've just gone better and better, which is incredible, really. Um, I think they're so impressive now. Um, we saw them a few times this year, and we, um, we saw yeah. them at uh, Tafoil, didn't we? And Last the year. Lord- <laughs> yeah, last year actually. Yeah, yeah, one about yeah. Uh, yes, the uh, launch gig for this album actually yeah. at the club, yeah. which was amazing, wasn't it? Um, that was a bit so yeah, um, I, I just tend to think this album's just superb. Um, Etu, I think, was the um, the song of twenty twenty two, really. Yeah, hundred um, percent. You know, they've teamed up with um, their long term collaborator uh, producer Stephen Pringle on this. Um, He's worked wonders on it again. It's um, inspired by their trusty uh, guide, I'm reliably informed, uh, that was travelling on the trans Express. But, um, <laughs> yeah, there's just so many good moments on it. Weddy Blino, uh, Seath. Uh, there's, I think there's some pre-pandemic releases on there as well, like Lannimore. Um, yes. Yeah. And Assoon, uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I deliberated so much about whether to put this one or Melon in, but I think... This one just about edges it for me. And again, you know, winning the Welsh Music Prize again, I, I didn't think, um, but for whatever reason, I just didn't think they would, you know, a, a band would win it for the second time, but absolutely no. on merit against a strong shortlist as well. When you think who was involved, you know, they were, who was on it? Yeah, there was Buzzards, there was uh, So Will uh, Win, uh, Dead Method, Buzzard. Um, yeah, so. Um, Absolutely doing great things and yeah, can't wait for the third album already. Yeah, and it doesn't look that far away, does it? Um, judging by some of the social media posts. And yeah, obviously, um, I don't know what's to come, but this is uh, you know, the first album from from the Libertino stable and you know, yep. big, you know, massive shout out to, to Griffin, you know, what he's doing with Libertino. Um, you know, I think, you know, it can you know, it's it's kind of, you know, you look at Angst and, you know, what they did back in the day and you know, it's it's not not too dissimilar to the you know to Absolutely, the to the work yeah. that Griff's doing with Libertino and you know very sort of um, you know diverse genres you know spanning the the, the artist stable, um, but yeah, just really supportive of um, particularly those younger artists you know coming from you know um, Cardiff and and Carmarthen. Um but yeah, that's great, mate. Good choice. So my uh, yeah, Reef Quirk, uh, my number six is um, is another one that we uh, did a listening. Uh, lockdown listening session uh, with um, and is Irods Yaith and Efoith is um, you know I think for me just a, such a an amazing sort of concept album I, I I love I love a concept album but yeah I've got the 
the, the box set in, in front of me and it's just so beautiful as well. It's like got a poster in there. It's got the, the vinyl, but, you know, I think it, more interestingly, you know, it's got the, the little novella that um, Cloyd Owen, the, the, the author who we've, you know, we've had on uh, as a guest on the podcast and, you know, just a, an all round legend and a, you know, a, an, an amazing sort of author and, and, and podcaster. Um, you know, he, you know, he wrote the book that the the album's based on and the, the features in, in, in the box set. Um, you know, so it's kind of, you know, I guess you could call it a soundtrack is a soundtrack to a book, but, you know, it's, it's really eclectic, um, you know, sonically, it's, it's, it's very dark. Um, you know, the, 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 you know, the inspiration for, um, you know, for the, for the novel is, is kind of this dystopian, um, sort of a landscape where, you know, the Welsh language is banned, kind of, uh, you know, harking back to uh, Saunders Lewis's Tangeridiaeth, the, the, the fate of the language, you know, it's, it's quite synthy, but, you know, there's a, there's a track at the end of the album. Yeah, we asked Griff um, about it on the listening party and he said, yeah, it's about sort of like taking that one last ride around somewhere familiar to you before you leave forever. And it's a, yeah, pretty much a dance track. And, you know, at the time he was saying, we, we, we can't wait to play it live. Yeah, for me, uh, number six is... Uh, that's uh, that's a great uh, choice. And, and uh, how, how did you find um, reading the novella? Did you? Did you? Oh, you mate, know? I haven't done that yet. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm, I, I, I don't have enough time to read books in general. And yeah, just um, yeah, I've got Actually, like a shit shitload yeah. of books. Like um, I've got uh, like three of Floyd's other books, but I think I'm sticking to the like the like the the Harry Potters and the, the baby, <laughs> baby books at the minute. And the Brave sort of like built a little bit of a collection to, to sort of like move on to. Um, but yeah, but no, I've not read it. <laughs> ah, right. One for your holiday then. It's only about a hundred pages long. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to, I just, I just feel like I don't want to take it out of the, the box set. It's so sort of like beautiful and stuff. And yeah, I don't want to get my grubby, grubby fingerprints on it. Cool. So my, uh, brief, uh, quick is, um, I, I didn't actually think this was uh, my favourite uh, um, album by this artist until um, a Twitter conversation during lockdown. So I've gone for a Ross Childs, uh, Borodar. Uh, okay. And I hadn't listened to it for ages because I always thought Chops was my favourite uh, yeah, yeah. record or, or The Miracle Inn, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, um, it was a Twitter conversation with Ash Cook of uh, Dorero and Polko. And yeah, he had sort of reminded me of like... The sort of beauty of this album, really. Um, so this is um, Aeros's second solo album after um, Gorky Split. Uh, so it came out in uh, March 2007 uh, via Wichita Recordings. Um, co-produced by Aeros with David Wrench, another sort of Welsh sort of cult hero, um, with contributions from Peter Richardson, uh, Alan Tanlan, and Myla Jones of uh, solo uh, fame. Uh, he won the uh, Welsh Music Prize of 2013, the album, yeah. and he was in Racehorses and Radio Luxembourg. I think they were before. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so this is just like, yeah, it's it's such a good album. It's it's concise. It's uh, full of ten sort of instant sort of earworms. Uh, Matilda Supermarket, uh, super. I love just the subtitles are so like Gorky's esque as well. Really, yeah. Sigur, Sigur, Sigur. Um, it's got uh, the sort of like it, it retains that sort of harmonica infused sort of uh, sing along vibe of Gorky's, but kind of like there's a sadness tinge to some of the tracks yeah. as well. Like Gorky sort of really sort of specialised in. Um, so Alana Moore is such a great record um, song. Um, Roy Thien and Novio Iborabach. Yeah, so just a really good sort of indie pop album again from a guy who's just absolutely prolific and doesn't seem to lose the quality control with that, his prolific output, really. You know, you look at um, the amount of albums he's released. I, I don't think there was one last year, though, was there? Oh, there was. Um, it did come out in the end, Curry's, which is just before Christmas. Apparently. Yes, it did. He managed to... Uh, ah, get right, I haven't listened to it yet. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to that. But yeah, his, his, his output since, his solo output, it just seems to be one or even two albums a year, which is incredible, yeah. really. So uh, yeah, that, that that's on my listening list. I'll have to listen to uh, the new Aeros album. So yeah, that's my choice, uh, Aeros uh, Broda. Good choice, good choice, mate. Um, okay, so for my Reef Pimp, my uh, number five, it's another. Um, I guess you could call it a concert album without kind of you know obviously wanting to be reductive, but it's uh, so well known 
uh, Dave Egg, um, obviously, um, in 2021, he sort of released a, a Welsh language uh, a song every, every month um, as a collaboration with like the most sort of, um, you know, uh, amazing uh, list of, uh, you know, Welsh artists supporting, you know, from, you know, Mark Roberts, Catatonia um, Cave, uh, Gwentlian from Adwaith, um, yep. you know, one song, uh, his sister Cassie, um, and, um, you know, uh, End of Emlyn as well. Um, but, um, you know, for me, um, my, my, my favourite track, uh, probably the standout uh, one for me is is the one with Lauren Connolly, um, uh, Deg, Massa Deg, uh, 10 out of 10. And um, I think the interesting thing is, like, you know, Lauren's not necessarily a sort of, like, musician. She's obviously very creative and um, she's an actor. But um, she, yeah, I just love her, you know, Cardiff accent. The way it kind of you know uh, yes you know conveys you know the the there's a spoken word um, of of this track that you know is, is is beautifully sort of like counterpointed with you know the the refrain or the the chorus that the Lois um, uh, yeah c- comes in with uh, you know the you know the Maya Drusa guy piece um, but um, yeah a bit of a yeah a bit of an awkward civil uh, new moment I remember. I went to my first like Stedford last year in Tugaron and it was the the day after um the album Kamblag of Loivin was uh, presented to 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 Lois uh, for for this album and I was um yeah just wearing my solo new t-shirt that I'd I'd got as part of the pre-order and then walked in on the mice and um who do I see but is uh, Lois mm-hmm. and um I felt very embarrassed and kind of yeah just walked past quite quickly with the with the girls but um, I saw him again at the end of the day and just wanted to speak to him and I wanted to sort of like got probably got a little bit more confident throughout the day in speaking well. So uh yeah, I just spoke to him and said, Oh yeah, um yeah, congratulations, long gifts. Um, you know, and um yeah, just a bit a bit a bit embarrassed uh, earlier this morning with the with the crease tea um on in front of him. But you know, he was like, Oh no, Dioch, and you know, really, really cool guy. And you know, obviously, you know, in um Herrera or was in Herrera and um just a, a you know, a, a force of nature, a real creative talent, and really looking forward to seeing what um, you know, what what he comes up with next. Um, so yeah, my uh, brief uh, pimp. Uh, it's a kindred spirit of Avos Childs, really. It's just another sort of uh, maverick, sort of uh, idiosyncratic character in Welsh music that's just in Jews and in Jews. So. Uh, yeah, again, a bit like with Adwoith, I had two Welsh language albums in mind with this art spray. I've gone just for this one, is um, Pang by Griff Rees. Okay. Um, so it's his sixth solo album, uh, released in September 2019 by uh, Rough Trade Records. Um, it's an album that's just like, it just registers from the very first listen. It's just so like joyous. You can't be unhappy. You can't have anything other than a smile on your face listening to this song. Yeah. This album, sorry. It's just absolutely joyful. Um, it's got, and uh, let me just check the track list. Yeah, so it's got nine tracks on it. Um, and it's just even better live. Like we've seen Griff a few times in some. I think we saw him for the first time. He more or less played this in its entirety for uh, the independent venues. Uh, we called yeah, it in, Club, club, yeah. in January 2020, just before um, the world went to shit, really. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> it, 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 the, the live band is incredible as well. Um, so you've got Cliff Skurlock on drums, you've got Gavin Fitzjohn on just various instruments, like mainly sort of sax, uh, Sweet Baboo, Lisa Jen on backing Steve. vocals. Uh, yeah. Watch out. Watch out yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just such a, ta- a talented collective of uh, musicians. But um, yeah, this it's, it's impossible really to pick a best track, but it's there's just not a dud on the whole album it just zips by um it's just absolutely it's it's like really sort of sunny feeling music it's bright um it's kind of like welsh americana meets uh african pop it's got um yeah and family kwati i think plays on the yeah. album telephone um it's a collaboration with um the dj and producer muzzy who um yeah griff met on the africa express album um Eggerly. And um, yeah, Griff described it as um, a short, sharp album, a pang of positivity that jolted me personally out of an omnipresent political gloom and out of my musical coma. And yeah, amazing, it really works. It's yeah, such a amazing, amazing uh, 
turn of phrase Griff, isn't he, in, in, in both languages? I, I, I love, like, he's got this real sort of, like, uh, endearing sort of way of speaking as well. Like, he chooses his words really carefully and yeah. he's got this really sort of wistful sort of delivery, like, uh, yeah, kind of like a sort of alchemist. Yeah, it's just really... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's a fascinating character, yeah, yeah. Cool, good choice, mate. Um, so my Reeve Pedwar, uh, my number four is... Um, yeah, another one from from the Libertino stable. Um, um, it's Papawal, um, Amsamindadra. Uh, obviously, Papawal means wallpaper, and Amsamindadra means time to go home. But uh, these uh, three three lads, uh, Yanto, Guion, and Gitto, um, they think they all come from North Wales originally, but um, moved to Cardiff for, for university and set up a band together. Um, so I've got the album in front of me. I bought it from. Um, I can't remember which record, which record shop. Sorry, but um, they've sort of got a little sticker on it that says, "Like Lou Reed in a car crash with the Beach Boys," and I guess like that's such a good sort of way of saying it. But I think for me, you know, I think they call themselves like slacker pop, you know, so those Dinosaur Junior influences or whatever. But you know, I think you know, it, it, for me, it's sort of like equally as influenced by by like the Gorkies, um, you know, uh, and the Beatles, you know, it's just, just such a joyous, joyous record. Um, yeah, produced by, uh, Chrissy Jenkins, um, another sort of like legend of, 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 of Welsh music. Um, I saw these play at, uh, Gorvacavo in Barry last year as well. Um, big fan of, uh, the song Clean Cloenid, which means, uh, Happiness Lake, um, and Noel, Akanol, um, you know, at, at the back end of this album, this um, I think someone had sort of um, yeah uh, described it as being dreamy old country ramble or a dreamy old country ramble, and that's you know that's perfect. The the video that they made for that song um, is is amazing. It's kind of like a almost um, yeah like a like an audition um, of this sort of like. Uh, this 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 wannabe actor and he keeps trying to sort of like oh it's obviously wannabe lead singer of the band um and he wants to you know impress but he keeps getting the costume wrong and then all of a sudden he dresses up as like a cowboy and he gets in the in in the band and they do this kind of like line dance thing that you know while playing playing their instruments and it's just um yeah it's so trippy it's amazing um yeah so that's my uh release pedro i make my my uh my number four papa well Right, okie doke. Right, here we go. Uh, so my Reeve uh, Pedwa is uh, a musician that you uh, mentioned uh, a few minutes ago, actually, when you were talking about um, uh, the, the uh, Doideg album. Oh, okay. Collaborator on that, uh, Enda Femlin. Um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I've gone with Salem. Um, so this is just a magical sort of folk masterpiece uh, released in 1974. Um, I know um, Rhys Moyne uh, did a uh, show on his Radio Cymru uh, on a show uh, about uh, Enda Femlin saying that Dan Shonara was his best album but I, I think Salem just about uh, edges it for me uh, so this yeah. is following his debut Hiraith in 1973 um, so yeah it's a concept album uh, based on Colonel Vosper's famous uh, painting you'll, you'll recognise it from the artwork it's a little bit of a um, you know, uh, it's, it's a tiny bit different to the original painting, but yeah, I seem to think the original painting as well. You can see like um, the devil's the face. Devil. Get, yes, yeah. in the dome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't know whether that was intentional or what, but uh, yeah. It's so like, yeah, um, it's, like it's on the, the the houses of uh, every every Welsh person in in like the eighties seventies type thing. Ah, right. Okay, but yeah, yeah. I, I just find it like a really cool album in terms of. Um, it goes back to the right to the very start of sort of Welsh music and how sort of influential the chapel was in sort of everyday Welsh life and how it inspired communal singing and brought yeah. communities together. And there's a real sort of magic to this album, um, you know, where it, it, you can see like he's uh, the, 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 his voice really comes to the fore, which is uh, quite sort of pertinent for an album like this. Um, Oyva Bore, the uh, opening track is amazing. Salomon Rolard, uh, Adairin D. It's, yeah, it's it's absolutely beautiful, magical album. And, yeah, it's uh, my fourth favourite Welsh language album. Oh, mate, that's a, that's a great choice. My third favourite, my Reeve Tree, 
you've already mentioned the band. I've already mentioned the label, but um, it's Adwaith uh, uh, with their Welsh Music Prize winning debut album, Melon. Um, just such a, yeah, just a, a statement of intent. You know, while I sort of obviously appreciate Bato Mato and, you know, the maturity that, um, you know, from, yeah, from, from, from the lyrics and, 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 the, and the music, you know, in, in that, that sophomore album, um, you know, is, yeah, is, is amazing. I just, I just don't think I can, you know, ever get past um, Melon as being, you know, just such a, yeah, a statement of intent, a perfect sort of, you know, um, almost, you know, documentary sort of style, which I think, you know, we've mentioned previously of, you know, these three um, young women's lives. Um, and uh, you mentioned the song earlier, Neil, but yeah, um, Lipstick Pork is... Yeah is Adwife to me. I think, you know, it's, it's so, um, you know, it's got that, it's, it's very much a diary entry again, you know, um, you know, it's got Gwen Clian's like solid, but, you know, melodic baseline that I think, you know, was, you know, very influenced by, for Pat uh, from that Luggy. you know, Holly's just got the most beautifully effortless, um, without you know, again being reductive, you know these these breezy vocals and, and 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 you know beautiful guitar lines, you know to 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 accompany it, and you know Helleth's drumming is, is is I think second to none. Um, really sort of propels propels the song along. Um, yeah, so yeah, lipstick cork favorite. Um, yeah, just uh, some great lines in there. Vinguisco lipstick cork, my marcia drostavoch, teenguisco lipstick cork, my dehadder and canny vachloch. So, uh, yeah, I'm wearing red lipstick. Um, the marks are over your, your cheek. Uh, you're wearing lipstick cork, uh, red lipstick. Um, and your con- confidence is, um, is singing, singing like a bell. Um, so yeah, so just, um, some, some great lyrics there. Um, yeah, that's my uh, Reef Tree, mate. My uh, my number three. Okay, uh, so my uh, Reef Tree is Big Leaves with uh, Poison Galu. Uh, we oh, covered class. this uh, previously in the uh, pods with um, Oz Gwyneth. Uh, yeah, yeah. his favorite Welsh am. I seem to remember in Reef Moyne's episode as well. I think he, he um, more or less said this is a, this album's as close to perfection as you can get. You wouldn't change a thing on it. Yeah, um, which is which is big praise, you know. Um, so yeah. Uh, Big Leaves, uh, formerly known as Beganiefs, um, until a uh, hapless promoter in the Netherlands uh, misused them and they became Big Leaves after that. Um, so, yeah, they, they were a collective of Kev Tame, uh, now of uh, Peast, uh, Myla Gwyneth, uh, Rodri Sean, and Oshan Gwyneth. Uh, Myla and Oshan, of course, going off to form Subradion uh, later on. Um, so, yeah, uh, Big Leaves were on various uh, labels. They were on... Um, Adam Walton's Whipcord, they were on uh, Reach Moines Cry, um, and this is their debut album that was released um, around the turn of the millennium, and it's it's absolutely brilliant. Uh, Scythenon uh, probably being my favourite track, uh, it's just a really good sort of indie, it catches that sort of vibe of the times as well, like it, it sounds um, kind of like um, in uh, like oasis sort of guitars. Um, yeah. I know they got some uh, flack for trying to jump on the sort of Britpop bandwagon a little bit, um, albeit a little bit late, with the second album, Alien and Familiar, which is the English uh, language version. But I, I really yeah. like the album. I think it's just such an underrated... Uh, um, Paladino's Pills, especially, uh, on it is a, is a banger. Um, but yeah, um, this is uh, a Wicked album, and um, they, they toured with the Super Furries and Catatonia, one of the greatest sort of Welsh language albums of all time. And that's my third choice. Oh, mate. Good choice, there is that. Um, so, Brief Die, uh, number two for me. Um, I don't know what we can say about this album that uh, we haven't said before. Um, and we, we actually, you know, we had a, a documentary about this album, It's uh, Super Free Animals with, with Mung. Um, I could honestly say, mate, that one of the highlights of my life was making that documentary. Um, I it almost broke me because it was such a mission, but, um, you know, just, you know, it was, a you know, the middle of lockdown and, you know, we yeah. planned it for a while. We'd, you know, we, we talked about it on the pod for a while and, you know, we, we managed to get some amazing guests. And then when, you know, COVID happened, it felt like, oh, it's going to go to shit like the, the rest of the world did. Um, 
but you know we still made it work and you know we obviously had like you know contributions from from griff you know leaving us voice notes after you know uh, e- emailed questions over and and gitto as well um on a, on a phone conversation um but you know other contributors like godwell owen and, and greg haver who who produced the album um and also you know people like ghost gwyneth um know about you know what it meant to a generation coming through you know lee jones you mentioned as well dave owens uh sue charles um but also you know reese moyne who i guess sort of like set the scene again from you know breaking you know breaking down those those barriers and and gareth potter as well who you know was part part of the scene so yeah just an amazing episode to you know to to to, to produce um and be part of and yeah i you know if everyone if anyone who's listening hasn't heard that, then I'd really sort of like, you know, recommend them going back to listen to it. You know, nothing to do with us, but just, you know, all of those contributions. And I think it really paints a picture of, you know, what is you know a, a seminal album. And, you know, obviously at the time, the, you know, the biggest selling Welsh language album of all time, you know, reaching number 11 in the, you know, the, the UK charts. Um and even you know had a mention in 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 the House of Commons, um, you know by Alvin Floyd, who who described the the record as you know a sort of new wave of confidence in the Welsh nation. And I think you know that you know like music and 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 Welsh language music in particular, you know is you know is something that you know is is is, is you know should be celebrated and is only going to make Wales a, a thriving country and you know should be should be you know should be supported and celebrated so um quite a yeah this was kind of as i said the only album um that a welsh language album that i really knew sort of you know going into the into the podcast and starting to learn welsh so um you know had to include it it's always going to be one of my favorites but kind of quite surprised that it didn't make my number one so um when we get to the number one it's gonna um yeah it's gonna yeah it, it obviously would take a lot to knock uh mung off the top spot but um yeah um yeah really yeah love that album cool and my free die is just an incredible record um they just sounded like nobody else uh in wales at the time um and although they were kind of maybe sort of dismissed a little bit as having four-esque sort of melodies, you know, they, they just had a sound entirely of their own. So I'm going with um, That Bluggy Pissed, hey. uh, 1990 masterpiece. Uh, it's post-punk, it's lo-fi. Um, it's just superb. Um, it, it captures the sort of um, David R. Edwards' amazing sort of poetic uh, lyrics with... Um, a dark humour that's often sort of overlooked, uh, you know, amid, amid all the sort of um, more sort of angry sort of lyrics. Um, and, yeah, it captures that sort of misery of uh, living in Wales under a, a Thatcher Thatcherite uh, regime. Um, and, yeah, it's, uh, you know, where uh, we covered it previously on the pod uh, with Ellis James, yeah. uh, choosing it as his favourite Um just amazing. Like you won't get a better run of maybe the first three or four tracks in this album. Oh, absolutely. Masalau, Cumberland Mountshoy, Am, you know, and then it goes later on into uh, Dominion Di Da. Um, amazing. Uh, North Star Scum. Uh, it's just an absolutely fantastic record. And yeah, it was it, uh, one of the highlights of uh, me doing this, certainly, um, was uh, having Pat on the show last year for Deep Music Cumberland last year to talk about this album. And the great late David R. Edwards. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's a that's a great choice and so great that it's uh, it's actually my ravine. Oh, <laughs> my number one. Yeah, it's um, as I said, it's gonna take a lot to to knock uh, Mung off off the top of the list, but you know, um, yeah, got that bloody his up in front of me. Um, luckily, got a signed edition of of, of oh, the amazing. vinyl. Um, both Dave and, and and Pat, um, but yeah, what an album! You know, I think um, yeah, as you said, we we covered the album uh, with Ellis uh, in a in a D Music Camry special a couple of years ago, the first one we did, and you know, I'd, I'd heard that buggy before. You know, um, I remember the Super Furries compilation uh, and under the influence, um, and Griff selected. Um, 
Castle Levetliad um has as his choice on the album. So I I I'd heard that plug you before um you know but then we started getting into the pod and stuff and you know Kamatulakluk and you know um you know hearing 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 more of the music. I you know I'd heard a tame lad as well obviously through through Mung but hearing you know Ellis kind of you know talked about you know how Dave, uh, you know, and Pat didn't, you know, like the Welsh middle classes, and you know they really sort of satirised Welsh culture. So when he first heard it, I think like his teacher in in school, um, you know, introduced him to, to to the band and stuff, and he was like, you know, saying that you know they they thought about Wales like I I thought about Wales, and you know, yeah, you 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 know mentioned the fall, and you know, I think it's kind of, yeah, I think he's very sort of like much. Yeah, in that spoken word sort of um almost like a rapper uh, as well the way he kind of you know they're very sort of vitriolic sort of couplets that he sort of spits out rather than rather than sings and um and I just really love the fact that yeah like I mentioned you know he he saw the faults in in the you know um you know exclusive uh, Welsh language culture at the time but you know by expressing it through the Welsh language you know, was was very subversive. Obviously, meant that you know he wasn't going to get the radio play on on Radio Cymru, but you know, um, you know they they you know they got it with you know a record five time appearances on you know, the John Peel uh, sessions. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, just a yeah, amazing, a, a amazing album, amazing band. I don't know, I don't know what else to say. Um, just fantastic album. You know, you said you know just a, an amazing, yeah, punch of or sort of combination of punches with with the first few songs, um, Benjamin Bora, Masalaud, Kamid Mountjoy, Am such an inspiration to to to, to watch language music now with you know the the the, the platform Am you know being named so after this you know the song and and Libertino being you know named after uh, another Dapluggy album, um, yeah it's just yeah just yeah amazing and. Really looking forward to getting my hands on the the upcoming compilation that yeah that looks um, amazing yeah the angst has put out so yeah I've uh, pre ordered that so looking forward to yeah all of those pictures and yeah takes and some new new tracks I think uh, uh, on on the list as well so yeah big fan of the band big fan of the album and yeah just so lucky that like being able to you know do this podcast again and learn Welsh you know has really kind of opened my eyes to to that bluggy and the, the 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 writing of Dave and you know the music uh, between the musical partnership of 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 Dave and Pat just um yeah just yeah really grateful because you know obviously I don't think without learning well so I would have really sort of you know been exposed to you know to their work and yeah Reveen that bluggy pierced yeah my favorite Welsh language album right so uh we we didn't uh, sort of compare lists at all, did we? Uh, we didn't show each other's lists, no. so it is it's been quite nice just having it as a surprise that your your ten as much as probably mine back to you. But um, yeah, and very different. Yeah, yeah, and like each sort of choice that has gone by out of our top tens that haven't matched, I've been quietly sort of relieved because I'm thinking, yes, we're you know covering <laughs> more albums and artists, but. Um, it was I'm jealous, episode. mate. I'd be feeling jealous. Oh my god! Well, yeah, that's a really good choice. I wish I'd chosen yeah. that. And what yeah. would I have left out? And you know, like you said, there's um, there's so many um, albums that could have could have gone on on the on the list. But um... so yeah, I, I knew I knew once we started, you know, reaching the Champions League places, there may be a bit of crossover. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, you know, my my Reveen may be a predictable choice, but I can't look any further than it. It's just absolutely. It's just an exquisite album, really. It's uh, Mung, uh, Super Free Animals, oh, yeah, um, which I, I, I'm sure will be a lot of uh, listeners' uh, favourite uh, Welsh language album. Uh, so um, released in May 2000. Um, it's just the incredible journey of the 90s from, you know, if you compare the journey from 1990 where... Um, David R. Edwards was thinking that Welsh, you know, was saying that Welsh language culture wasn't offering anything to youngsters in Wales, and like he wanted to make his own sort of culture and that sort of thing. To go in eight years later to, uh, you know, the seismic success of the bands coming through, like the Manics and the Furries and Catatonia, sixty foot dolls. But 
on on the back really of the foundations that the Welsh language um, groups had put in place, like Anne Revan and uh, Akirf and Fakofi Paub, um, and who, who blazed the trail for those bands. You know, I know like the Super Furies and Catatonia sort of exchanged members and became you know um, the bands that they were. But like you couldn't imagine like a song like International Velvet with the you know the lyrics Every Day I Thank the Lord I'm Welsh being released in the early 90s at all. And then the other incredible bit then um, after that, so Manic Millennium sees out the 90s in style in front of like 57,000 Millennium Stadium on Millennium Eve. But then the Super Furries come along with this Welsh language album, which is absolutely incredible. Like when they signed to Creation, there's that story about uh, meeting Alan McGee at... Maybe only then, maybe first, I think a second gig outside London yeah. at the Camden Monarch, I think. Uh, yeah. Sorry if I've got that wrong. But anyway, yeah, obviously there's that um, urban legend that, you know, he, he he said they could be onto something if they were singing in English, only to be told by Griff they were speaking in English. Yeah. So um, when they signed to creation, the, the Welsh tracks were generally in the minority, uh, maybe B sides, I think. Um, What's the song on Radiator Tor of Nacht and Weir? Is that how? Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tor of Nacht and Weir. Cut my hair long. Yeah. But, um, and they'd completely hit on, upon a winning formula um, with the madcap sort of uh, pop rock that they were doing on the first three albums, you know, Fuzzy Logic, Radiator and Gorilla. Um, you've got Griff's amazing sort of. Um, you know, rich vocal on stuff like demons and like his humor that coming through, like, you know, shouting French bread on um, Herman loves Pauline. Yeah. Just, you know, like the, the mad places they would get the inspiration for their lyrics from uh, like Herman loves Pauline was inspired by biographies. They'd see at service stations and stuff like Albert Einstein <laughs> and all this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then like you add into the mix like the others, like Kian Kiaran's like techno sort of wig outs, and like they were yeah. just this amazing melting pot of talent. And yet, it took such balls for them to, you know, jettison all that and bring in this album like Mung, which is a polar opposite. It's it's really stark, lo-fi, but it's pastoral sort of folk, um, and also as well. It's it, it could have been such a confidence killer. The fact that Creation, a records who had supported yeah. them so strongly, had uh, gone under, and they released it on Plastic Casual in the end. So, yeah. you know, a lot of other bands would have had that, that completely knocked the stuffing out of them. Um, the Furries completely undertook, came back fighting um, with this album was just incredible. You know, you've got a song like Drigioni, less than a minute and a half to starting it off. Um, Amlodia uh, uh, Malon. Um, uh, and then you've got like their humour still coming through, like a Gwynebi, I think, which translates as, uh, translates as liver face, I think, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, then you've got stuff like, you know, really early influences coming through, like Daku, he was a um, unreleased uh, Fakofi Pau track. Um, yeah, true. But yeah, I mean, the I, I can't look much further, really. Uh, like, ironically, the, the, my favourite song on the album isn't even by them, which is uh, that plug Yeah, Team Led. Yeah. Uh, and like, uh, um, I remember in Pat, uh, Patricia Morgan's episode where she was saying she wasn't even aware um, that they'd done the cover initially. Like, she heard it coming through the radio and thought, oh my God, that's not us, you know. Uh, and, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, it was such an emotional moment. Uh, I think we talked about this on the podcast previously when gigs first come back after the lockdown. I think it was August 2021, maybe. Yeah. I mean, you went to the gigging club and um, Griff just performed on his own as an encore acoustically. It was just yeah. such an amazingly touching moment following uh, David R. Edwards' death. So, um, yeah, I, I think that um, the quote that was raised in Parliament in the early day motion completely captures the, it, it completely captured the vibe of Wales finally standing and proudly wearing its heart on its sleeve uh, after all these years of being sort of like belittled and now uh, a Welsh band was confident enough to release an album in every single word of it in the Welsh language. Yeah, no um, yeah, absolutely amazing album mate um, I think in yeah, obviously our one and two kind of, you know, match up, but the opposite. So when I was doing that um, Radio Cymru uh, interview uh, uh, yesterday about 
this episode um and yeah learning welsh uh, with the help of music um i'd said like i led uh hughes the 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 presenter the djs kind of said that um you know what's you know, what's number you number one? I was like, I still didn't know. You know, yes, they still didn't know which one. He was either going to be Mung, he was either going to be pissed. And Aled said that, yeah, um, you know, his favorite his favorite song ever is um San Helen, um, yes. you know, uh, yeah, yeah. on 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 this album. Um, and um, yeah, as someone else who's not going to be surprised by yeah Mung being your number one and and my number two, who I didn't mention as part of our um documentary was uh. Mung, super fan and friend of the pod, <laughs> Sean Gordon, yeah. um, who's got about like three million copies of Mung. <laughs> um, yeah, big, 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 big fan of this album. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and yeah, just um, yeah, obviously comes from England and yeah, didn't speak a word of Welsh, but you know was um, or didn't speak a word of Welsh, I guess, before sort of like being sort of um, introduced to, to to the to the furries. But um, yeah, Sean's a Sean's a big fan of the album as well. I just wanted to um, just make sure I didn't miss him out. <laughs> so um, any sort of honourable mentions of any uh, sort of artists and albums that narrowly just sort of missed the cut? Oh, mate, yeah, loads. Um, I think, like, I was trying to – I wanted to make sure I had, like, a, a hip-hop album in, in, in my choice, and I was going to go Mr. Formula with tunes, which, you know, come out in um, 2020, I believe, and, you know, I had, like, loads of nice, like, collaborations as well and you know the one with clay when um you know really 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 comes to mind yeah someone else who you know you know, puts a smile on my face and you know really enjoy listening to with you know with the girls is um you know is is, is Gwilym. um yeah you know on their album uh from from 2018 gosh another Gwilym as well like Gwilym bowen reese you know he's like really kind of love a lot of the um you know, more sort of like traditional sort of folksy sort of like stuff that, that, that happens in the Welsh language. And, you know, Gwilym, um is kind of, you know, doing that with, you know, um, yeah, your albums like Arenig and Ogrosidair, but also, you know, in the group that he um, he has with his sister's plea. Um, and, um, yeah, when I saw um, uh, Bunkath play last year, he was, he actually played them on 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 one show so yeah could have mentioned him um with Lee I, Wen yeah I, I was surprised um, uh, there was no nine back in your list yeah yeah nine back could have gone in a Tinkian. um yeah just there's so many and like I didn't mention the Gorkies didn't mention Eros you know Griff I didn't choose Griff I obviously chose Super Fury Animals but like Guitar oh right god yeah you know, Ganed Leith I could have yes, chosen yeah, him yeah, yeah. um like O's as well, like either of O's albums, you know, could have chosen. Um, yeah, found those really hard to leave off the list. Um, yeah, just yeah, but I think yeah, what I tried to do was kind of there's loads of songs that have uh, yeah, importance to me as part of like learning Welsh, like O's Sabonavi being one of them, and mm. you know, Dead and D, and yeah, um, yeah, and Lost Blancos as well could have gone for. Yes, for real. Gwyn, which yeah, is like yeah. one of my favorite albums, you know, uh, when when that was released in 2019. Yeah. Um but um yeah, what about you mate? What what, 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 um, what Yeah, comes? I mean, oh, obviously there's the big hitters like Mike Stevens, uh Mark Roberts and Akerf, um and Revan. I mean, I, I just love the Yeah, true. provide skateboards and wellies the 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 cover for a start just like the you know, yeah. getting the Welsh jokes in first, you know. Uh, at a time when th- those Welsh jokes were absolutely rife, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah, so um, I- I'd love to uh, Bitu's uh, self-titled album from a couple of years ago, uh, yeah. Carwin Ellis. and oh, uh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Joya and Mass, absolutely amazing uh, album, just so euphoric and joyful. Um, uh, a Newell, uh, have I pronounced yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's such a great album again. And uh, an old one from, I think, about 1990, which is uh, Jess, Havrida, Vord and Vu. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that that's uh, a really good one to, for people to dig out. It's it's only uh, available on um, sort of like cassette now, but um, you can get there on SoundCloud. So uh, that's a little, uh, that's my tip for the day anyway. There you go. Um, so yeah, cool. So uh, what, um, what song have you got for us at the end of the episode then? 
Yeah, I've got a great song to uh, to close out the episode today, mate. It's the uh, the first solo song in a long time uh, from Izzy Raby. Um, she obviously released uh, Kamri Nee with uh, Edith a, a couple of years ago. Um, but this um, is uh, produced in collaboration with uh, Fred Harper, uh, an old friend of hers and a long-time collaborator. Um, it's called Gwaid, which obviously means uh, blood in Welsh. And uh, Izzy describes it as being one of the most uh, personal songs she's ever written. Um, she was uh, heavily influenced as a as a creative person by by her grandfather. And this talks through the you know the complexity of finding out too late that um, their grandfather was was of Middle Eastern descent. So yeah, really um, yeah, interesting story. You know, talking about Welsh identity, and I thought this would be a great uh, song to to close out our Deep Music Camry special today. So this is Gwaid by Izzy Raby. Gwaiti gwaiti wenti gwaid do you freely hear Hannes my miss of the big storyland of my father's car creeping on us with that connection we'd have to be seek a city Ruvath of friction, hen gadget to ban the tunnishin yet. A hornady, pijoy the team dre evanky question. He quiz got team and dice of hell reading coch king glass. Ruinty when he non questioning. Child Tivas, a child too beautiful to be cast as a man. A main glitch, a main glitch, like who nanny has been friends. Could you do he master high lord? Eighth belly, could you do he not horse question? Like Ruin credit in yet. Or dad and baby brown. Or net beside studious kept inside covered arms and white. Tavika side than Ruin the Shagged. My strong features, we contain multitudes and contradictions as creatures. Man, the sugar glass, cheekbones, join jeans, ship the night, a cold June nose, fallow colored you, but Indian waff bone, flicker bone, groin, grown boring, dinty after hand nest. These colors are story. Man and oven to me and my brother. How do you two know each other? Sat or stood next to my mother. Ah, oh, I can see it now. Rolling me over this funny. What's that loads more? Your question. I am shiver. King Kariad no Gwenny. A thalubi a rai It's in your the Middle East. And you see, that's the border. Then you ever even thought of that? Burum Lani, Fitcherman, and Wien Toddy Trislas. Rima Valchi, Dodo, or Sedrigar. And I got land another box gladly. Ticked by institutions. Will I ever feel secure in what it means to be this? Be a mess of with your head and live with Dolly Mustaces and they ready mind the winner been Troy Bellinti and the Mroud might have better than Dolly FD. Stims and yes, it's a poor day, and now you have me. I'm going to cover the vine to wave all the pedigree. 